Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We need okay. We need a soundboard so fucking bad. No, not that bad. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon themed one, yeah. clearly. <laughs> I was like, let me uh, chill wooga. out. <laughs> We're probably making so many people anxious right now. I would be anxious. <laughs> just, just ourselves right now. Yeah. No, if you're asleep or if you're having a really good time being high right now, you're definitely gonna be alerted and come out of that really good time. No, 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 no kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. By our intro. Yeah, the by rest. Our intro. The, the rest. From is will be is calm. Yeah. Collective. This is actually an ASMR episode. <laughs> <laughs> So guys, how's your week? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop that. Are we ready to smoke? I've got the bong prepared for us. Today oh, we're going is, right into it, huh? Today is a bong episode. We're bong, not doing yeah. pipe. Mm-hmm. And you hear that? Wow, ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> Are you ready? Set. Wait, I feel like I always take the first hit. Does someone? It's no, your bong. It's, go it's, for it. Yeah, it's it okay. Is. Go, go, go for ahead. it. I'm nervous. You guys listening at home? Get your lighters ready. And ready? Set. Go. Fucking hell! She's oh, fucking up herself. really bad and she broke herself. <laughs> this lighter sucks. Do it to the side. There's, like this. Yeah. there's a wonky one too. It's not the lighter, sweetie. It's you. Yeah, it is her. Good job. She just looked at us and blew the smoke out through her teeth. Yes. Uh, weirdo. <laughs> the most seductive way to smoke, blowing it out your teeth. My colleagues like to poke fun of the things that I do. Colleagues. <laughs> and or acquaintances. I've gotten used to it over the years because I know it just stems from this years. sense of insecurity that they might have. Yeah. Okay, that was a good bond. All jokes stem from insecurity. That's not true. It's true. My jokes stem from security. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so secure with myself. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Uh, Did I talk about this last episode that I, um, (coughs) I told my therapist about a podcast? No, you didn't. Go ahead. Tell us. So, um, first of all, we're sorry for missing a weekend there. Um, you know... Things well, happened. We didn't. Oh wait, yes. No, we no, did. we recorded it, but it was like a birthday weekend. Yeah, we've kind of explained it in the last episode. We didn't Not end really. up airing it. Yeah, so, we thought that um, was gonna come up. Yeah. So yeah, things got got away from us, and we just didn't fucking, you know, post the episode. But you know, but now we're getting ahead in our scheduling, so we might still mess up. So. But like yeah. whatever. <laughs> so for future listeners, if you hear us talking about events that were like more popular the week before, it's because these <laughs> episodes are now recorded a week ahead. I'm sure we'll get behind again, and then yeah. we'll be caught up. <laughs> yeah. But um, tell us about okay. our, your therapist. 
Well, she comes from a sweet little family. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> so, my therapist. Telling her about her podcast. Yes. <laughs> I came out. She's already high. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girl, you forgot already? <laughs> so, uh, my therapist. I was telling, I was like joking about what, not joking, <laughs> you know, joke in therapy. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do. I make jokes in therapy. Um, I was saying like, I was talking about like my career and then I was like, oh, well, like maybe I want to consider like entertainment. <laughs> oh my God. I took happening? a fat rip. I think she asked but, you what else would you consider if you didn't do. Yeah. And I was saying entertainment. Yeah. Like, I, I was said comedy, but, like, I don't know. I'm not that fucking funny, so. She said, I'd do comedy. I was like, you're not that fucking funny, bitch. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> but she was really, like, uh, excited that I had a podcast. And I was like, we have less than ten listeners. We have, like, seven followers on Spotify. Yeah. So, we, um, it's not that serious. Like, it's more of a personal thing. And we, we just have fun doing it. Yeah. But, um, if you're out there listening, I'll blurt <laughs> that out. <laughs> and, um. It's just first name. Yeah. It's okay. like, doctor. <laughs> yeah, she said at the end, she was like, I promise I'm not going to find your podcast. But, like, if you found the podcast, let me know in our next session. Yep. Wink at her two times with the right eye and once with the left. Yeah. And then stick your tongue out. This is not violating any HIPAA, HIPAA laws. Hippopotamus. I don't think you could violate HIPAA laws. I think she can no. violate HIPAA laws. No, yeah. I mean, like, if oh, you okay. found it. Oh, okay. Like, I, I don't... T- I won't report you. Consent? You consent? Yeah. <laughs> listening. Yes. Anyway. But now stop listening, please. Yes. It's about to get dirty. I don't think I'm ready to tell... I don't think I'm ready to tell my therapist that I have... That we have a podcast yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so, like, vulnerable. Like, like it's a vulnerable thing to say. Mm-hmm. But... Just to clarify, we all have therapists. If you don't, you should look into getting one if you can. And if you can't afford to get one, that's okay. Yeah. There's other resources out there for... I don't know why yeah. when you said that, what came to mind is like, and if you can't afford one, the state will provide one for you. <laughs> <laughs> this no. is not lawyers. No, there's resources out there to help yeah. uh, financially insecure people. That are not therapy. better help. No. Just fuck better help. Don't use better help. No. But also... If, if you need if you feel like you need one but you don't have the means financially sometimes you can talk to them just just talk to them and they will work something out with you yes so just i'm a big plug. advocate for like everyone should have accessibility to therapy and go to mm-hmm. therapy like even if you think you don't need it yeah she got me on board to go therapy. i mean it was something that i kind of always wanted to do but like she pushed me to the edge and i'm glad i did because <laughs> you needed it <laughs> no <laughs> I, I just yeah. think it's, like, you won't lose anything from it. You exactly. can only, like, gain money. from it. Yeah, money. Yeah, money. Okay, okay, okay. You got me there. But, like, <laughs> you're going to lose money anyway. Like, you're yeah. either going to end up spending that money on, like, drugs mm-hmm. or, or Which we would stuff. never do. Yeah. No. We would never. Okay, you'd spend it on um <laughs> physical things, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Or you can spend it on something that's going to make you better. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a while. <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna help it's yeah, it's gonna help you cope with a lot of things that happen. In the long run. Yeah. I think for a, for a while I forgot the purpose of therapy and that it's there for me to actually say things I'm really uncomfortable talking about. Until like my last session last week, I actually brought up like a big thing. 
which I'm not going to mention what it is, but, like, a big thing that's been, like, going on in my life. And then she she was, like, kind of, like, why haven't you told me this earlier? Or, like, mm-hmm. what caused you to feel like you need to hold this? Like, and I was just, like, I was kind of, like, brushing it off, kind of, like, oh, well, I just, I feel uncomfortable talking about things. And then she, like, she, like, comforted me, like, you can always tell me anything. And it's, like... I'm realizing now, yes, I'm paying for a therapist to, like, mm-hmm. expose these really vulnerable things. And, yeah, it's hard to talk about it, but, like, I got to push myself. Because every session, I'm like, next time. Next time, I'll bring up that big thing. Next time, I'll bring up that big thing. And oh, my like, God, I do that, too. Yeah. I ba- oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I'm bad about, like, quote, unquote, lying to my therapist. I mean, I don't want to say it's lying, but, like, pretending everything's better than it is. Yes, I think I sugarcoat yeah. the truth. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I smoke occasionally, maybe a couple times a year. That's not fucking <laughs> true. And then I'm like, why yeah, am I so are. embarrassed to tell someone who is obviously there not to judge me about something that I, like, regularly do? It's yeah. like, I'm still unlearning those behaviors, I think. I don't know. I think with the whole drug thing, it makes me feel like, like, I know that they can't, like, call the cops on me. But, like, there's still, like... A fear about that and also the fear of, like, how she'll perceive me if mm-hmm. I say, like, oh, I do smoke often or whatever. Like, I've tried other drugs. Yeah. And I'm just, like, scared that now her view of me is going to be different. Exactly. And, like, she will, do, like, if I say, like, oh, this happened, she's going to be like, oh, maybe that's because, like, drugs, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, like, that that really shows how, like disordered my thinking is in the first place definitely i have that problem where like she feels Mm -hmm. like a close friend now to where i'm like i don't want her to change the way she's looked at me because i've seen her since high school and i'm a senior in college and i'm like what if like her whole perception of me is shifted just by me being like i haven't been fully honest like i don't know which is crazy because like I'm sure that they've they've had situations where people haven't told them things that, like, I mean, maybe not all, maybe not even most of them, but, like, there are situations where people don't tell them something that is a big part of their lives, and, like, it ends up being, like, a bigger part or something. Yeah. And then it seems like a big surprise, but it wasn't. It's just mm-hmm. that it was never mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you tell them those things that you're kind of keeping... They can help you sort through it and figure out details that you really didn't acknowledge before. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like they help you process things. And yeah, but now I feel like I'm kind of getting back into the flow and like doing virtual therapy really threw me off, too. I started like going backwards in my progress and like hmm. just not communicating the way I was in person. And then like I think I'm getting used to it now more. So it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, doing it online is kind of awkward, I feel. Especially, like, I got a new one over quarantine. So it's, like, it's a very weird experience to meet someone new and have to, like, talk to them about your feelings and stuff when you've never really met them, per se. It, it feels feels weird, like, <laughs> being vulnerable in a situation like it's, so, I don't know, in person. Like, now I'm used to, if I'm talking to someone on a computer, then it's, like, school, you know? It doesn't feel yeah. personal. Yeah. I feel like I can admit this to you guys, but I don't think I'm ready to admit it to my therapist. But 
one of the reasons I wanted to get a new therapist was because I, I just like don't think I'm ready to admit that I wasn't telling like the full truth about everything and I was like okay let me just actually dispose of this therapist that I love dearly and get a new one just so I can start over but I think that says something in itself about like how I was going about it you should tell your therapist that yeah, I should. I know. Yeah. It just makes me so embarrassed. So I'm then like, maybe they can work on, like, making you feel, like, either that they're not, like, your your best friend from high school or yeah. something. And, like, they are there to help you or yeah. whatever it is that you need them yeah. to represent. Maybe I'll do it next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll update. do it next time. I'll update the audience. I sort of time. have this, like, checklist that I go through that's, like, okay, the big things I need. And I don't get through all of them partly because like okay it's only like an hour or less than an hour session to talk about you know maybe either like a part of my life or like something that happened in the week but like so you know sometimes we just dwell on things so we just don't time but like for me it's i have too much time and she's like is there anything else you want to talk about (laughs) and i'm like in my head i'm like yes and i'm like no i think that's that's it uh 45 minutes okay but the virtual visits visits can like be however long I want it to be. Oh. So like thirty five. I mean not however long, but the max is forty five. But like I can, can be in there for like thirty minutes, and she'll be like, "Yeah, you're good." Oh no, we stay for the whole time. Yeah. I, mine at least. Yeah. Um, although I do feel like, I don't know, it's weird because the last time we talked to her, I was like telling her about how like stressed I am about grad school and how like social situations make me so anxious, and I was telling her like, okay, so the thing that I'm currently dealing with is emailing my professor about grad school and she was just like okay so you have to weigh out like the the she's like like in a lawyer situation like what is the evidence that it's going to go bad and what is the evidence that's going to go well and uh well i actually emailed him today so i have something to tell her next week (laughs) i'm proud of you i do uh megan and i talked about this today i think but it's like when things happen during the week you're just like well now i have something to tell my therapist (laughs) whether it's good or bad yeah um i also actually have the same sort of task i need to email a professional person um and get but i've been dreading it and have not done it i too emailed some professors today and it made me want to die but it's okay it's just like that fear of rejection yeah but you just you gotta realize that's like not everyone has the time and like you're gonna get rejected and it's not about you it's not about you yes it's the other person it's not you i think a lot of professors can either be like very blunt or straightforward or they can be like they maybe not have don't have the best like social like awareness Mm -hmm. they're not always sociable but like sometimes it just comes off as rude or or mean when it's not meant that way they just Mm-hmm. I yeah. do think, like, we mentioned this today when we were talking about me emailing my professor, but, like, <clears throat> so, like, I always get scared of talking to professors or even professionals in general because, like, <clears throat> um, whenever I took some STEM classes is when I've had bad experiences with professors, but they were, like, really mean or just, like, like made me feel stupid. Like, I went to office hours for help. He, he found out what was my, my like, what was I was doing wrong in, like, five minutes and then, like, said something sassy. And, like, they're always sassy. And it makes me feel really anxious to deal with it. And the, the thing that my, my, my therapist was saying was just, like, like, 
okay that was that person like it doesn't mean it's gonna be this person mm-hmm. and also like even if it is the same person it's like that that could have been another day like something else was happening but um i do gotta say some professors are really mean mm-hmm. unnecessarily mm-hmm. and uh you need to tone it down because you're human too so and you were once an undergrad so please yeah, yeah. not that we have any professors listening but <laughs> i feel like uh, check yourself yeah <laughs> I've seen progress with you when it comes to talking to professors and emailing them because I feel like... think it's superficial. <laughs> I feel like it's like a big issue you've had and I feel like I've seen a lot of progress in it and that's good. And I feel like I'm kind of going the opposite direction where I'm getting more scared now because I've always been way too open with professors. I overshare and I'm not afraid to like just email them like unprofessionally but I feel like now that I'm I guess we're going more into the professional world and now it's like about grad school and stuff I feel like I'm getting a lot more scared and I'm like okay is this email professional is this like am I talking to them well or is it going to be perceived correctly but I still think in a way I kind of feel like I can tell professors anything yeah I I kind of feel the same way. Like, it comes in waves of, like, where I'm comfortable talking to professors and not. Yeah. I do feel like I used to be a lot more comfortable. But um, I think, especially with the pandemic, I think I've gotten a lot more anxious simply because, I don't know, online communication is so... Horrible. Yes. You get a better connection with the professor when you see them in person. Yes. So, like, yes. emailing them doesn't feel as, like, uh, in- uh, intimidating. Yeah. But, like... When I'm when I have never seen this professor in real life mm-hmm. and I've only seen them through Zoom where it cuts off multiple times and they don't know how to operate it, it's like, do you know me? Like, do you can you tell which student I am? Or like yeah. I don't know. I just it feels weird. But Oh, yeah. although Megan and I made an agreement, <clears throat> not really, but it was more of a statement yes. that we're going to be doing a one, going to one office hour a week and just like rotating through our professors. I don't know about one a week. I'm thinking maybe one every two weeks so yeah. that I have like two or three, two professors that I actually want to talk to. But, you know, it's just to, to get into the habit of doing it, to get out of that mindset that like they're going to bite you. Basically, they're yeah. not. They're mm-hmm. humans. Yeah. They care about you. Sort yeah. of, I mean. And they're there to help you. Like, their job... I mean, not they're not just there to help you. They have their own shit going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're there as a resource when you need it. And I think it's like they didn't become professors without talking to their own professors. That's and, true. Like, I had one professor at the beginning of the semester. She said, like, um, closed mouths don't get fed or something like that. Damn. <laughs> and, like, basically what she was saying is, like, you have if you need help, you need to ask for it. And it's, like, if you're trying to go to grad school, you need to say something and stuff like that. Okay, so do you guys think it's... In, would it be inappropriate to ask a professor you just started classes with this semester for a recommendation letter? Like, once you get to know them a little bit better? I don't I think, think it's fine. Too. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I think, like, I mean... Because I'm considering it. Just talk to... Because, like, I'm considering it, too. It's, like, these this semester for my major, we got two new professors. Mm-hmm. And they're they're very nice. And I and the classes have to do a lot with what I actually want to do in grad school. So, it's, like... Like, I know we just met. But, like, they also just came to the university. It's, like... I don't care. It's, like, it, at this point... 
Okay, you guys you, have inspired me. I will you might as well just, like, I think it, there's, and you need to show, I think, a little bit of, the way I see it is, like, you need to show a little bit of interest, which, like, I think I've already shown. I've just been laying these, like, seeds of interest, mm-hmm. and then I'm just gonna, like, hi! What would you define as, like, showing interest? I'm just curious, because I, I mean, haven't. <laughs> so, like, one of my classes that you guys know that I transferred into after my other one was, like, you had to go in person. But when I emailed her that I wanted to transfer into her class, I said, like, I'm considering going to grad school for, like, this kind of thing. So, like, that was uh, the first thing. But then every discussion post, I try to, like, every discussion class and discussion post, you try to, like, just be more more interested, more, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just, like, I'm show, I'm trying to prove that I'm actually interested in this. Like, last week I emailed my professor something, like, Something that I wasn't able to get to talk about in discussion that I just emailed her about. It was literally not nothing nothing worth responding to. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is my thought. Okay, thanks. I was like, that's that's all I'm doing. I'm just like, hey, I'm, I am interested. Yeah. Here's Remember my name, please. I need to start doing that. <laughs> I think it's just stuff that's like going to make them actually know your name and not just read the name on the Zoom. Yeah. Okay, I have this one professor and like... I hope she never fucking hears this, and I doubt she will. Like, <laughs> she's so pretty, and that makes me like in- very intimidated by her. Okay, and, like, I'm not gonna you heard lie. it here. I'm... If you teach Megan, <laughs> and you're, you're pretty. very pretty. <laughs> uh, I've I've been in those situations where I think like maybe I, I think they're like too young, or mm. like attractive <laughs> to talk to, yeah. and I'm like I, young professors. Like I'm scared of them. I don't I know why. See, yeah. I don't know. Okay, I've only had one professor that I thought was too young. But, like, I always feel like, to me, it's like they're too cool. Like, something yeah. about them, they're like, you just feel better than me. And I'm like, I don't. She's exactly. very cool. And not not approachable kind of better yeah. than me. And um, I I went, like, I took, like, one of her, like, survey classes as a kind of lecture. And I went to her office hours, like, this time last year to ask her about grad school and stuff. And then, like... I'm in her class now, and, like, she doesn't remember me at all. Like, she asked me the other day, like, did you take my survey? And I was like, yes. That means she vaguely remembers you. Yeah. I mean, like, they she said it, like, as in, like, because it's kind of expected within my major that you take that survey. So she was saying it, like, oh. Yeah. I get it, yeah. But, um, she, I was Zooming her, and, like, she was talking, like, with her elbow on her window, and there were, like, French doors behind her, and it was raining. Oh! And there was, like, a library. Oh, And she was just, like, God. tilting her head back, and I was, like, I was, like, sweating. Cause I <laughs> Bitch, just that sounds kicked. like a movie! She's so fucking pretty, and, like, she she teaches modern... We'll be that She teaches modern. She teaches modern, and that's all you get. <laughs> and so she always wears, like, very, like, uh, aesthetically pleasing clothing that's like minimal and like looks very like classy, I guess. Okay, yes, I had. It sounds a... like you're describing a French movie. I got. Yeah, it that. does. <laughs> it feels like a French portrait movie. of a lady on fire head ass. I had a professor, uh, not last semester, but the semester before that. <laughs> I don't know, remember dates anymore, but she was kind of like that. It's not that I really found her attractive which like she was like kind of attractive but it was more that she was so well put together and like Mm -hmm. so young and like it seemed like she had her whole life together and that was so intimidating to me and I was like I can't talk to you you're so fucking smart and young and I'm like I can't do this and so I could have built a relationship there with her because she was studying really interesting things that I found interesting, but I was just like, she's way too fucking intimidating. I can't do it. Concept, 
you're going to be that professor for someone else. I know. They're going to be like, wow, they're just so cool and so artsy that I just can't talk to them. Not the bitchy one, because I do have professors that I'm like, they might bite my face off if I talk to them. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. the cool ones. I'm yeah. gonna be, they're going to be like, oh, that fat ugly bitch is teaching us art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. I'm going to be the professor who never shows up. Who shows up late? <laughs> They're like, "Oh, does this professor have class today or not? Do you guys think we should show and up?" And then you send a, an email last minute. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, yeah. guys. I overslept. I'll see you guys next class. You're gonna need a TA. <laughs> yeah, that definitely. Does everything. Oh my I, gosh, we yeah. should have an AU where we all teach at the same university and like an AU, an, an alternate, alternate universe. universe. God. <laughs> and we like meet up and we should do a podcast Aww. and like. Yeah. Sometimes okay, guys, like meet back about. here um, 30 years from now, yep. and we'll see where we are. Time capsule. Sometimes I like to think about, like, alternative universes and stuff like that, where we just stay together, and we're, like, teaching together or something, and it's just, like, nice and nice. <laughs> it's kind of gay, though. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we are all applying to the same grad school university. <laughs> one. Yeah, one yeah. of the same. Two. Topic. For us, two, she's, two, for us. Not, two yeah. of us are applying to the school we're currently at. Yeah, and then and then we're applying to a different. All three of us are applying to a different school. Yeah, for grad school. Yeah. So, and then more, more schools. If so the dice rolls in our favor. Yeah, we'll perhaps. be together for another two years. God yeah. save us all. <laughs> you guys now feel like appendages of me. <laughs> I don't know if that sounded nice or sounded morbid. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the audience, and I was like, no! it's a lot of appendages. <laughs> no, you guys. It's like a millipede, <laughs> as if we have a million people. You guys are all uh, one of my toes now. <laughs> she has oh. two extra toes. Yes. <laughs> I love being her toe. <laughs> How does it smell down there? <laughs> it's pretty rank, but uh, we're surviving. <laughs> a little cheesy. Frito Dorito. Aww. Well, anyways, enough professional talk. So, what month are we getting into? Can I hear everyone say it? Spookytober. Spook. My favorite month, Spook. <laughs> anyway, so we like to talk about media sometimes, and we we have... like to talk about media. <laughs> Not to make this a film podcast, but. We've made a, like... It's like 42 yeah. days of, of Spooktober. Yeah. Yes. It's a giant master list of our favorite, personal favorites, and I guess sometimes least favorite. Um, and just generally interested in watching. Yeah. Films mostly in the horror genre. Like, some are just thrillers and some are... Horror, suspense. Some are nostalgia. That uh, yes, we do have some Disney ones in there. Yeah. Some some twitches. But basically we're generating random numbers every night that we can get together and we watch a movie off that list, whatever the number is. Two, uh, one to two movies. <laughs> yeah. You audience members can let us know how interested you are in that list and we will share the PDF with you. We're actually selling the PDF. Yeah. 45 as, bucks. Yes, <laughs> for an exclusive. You will not get this anywhere, guys. Exclusive <laughs> PDF. <laughs> And you will have access to our special forum where we discuss that movies live. You sound too convincing. We're joking. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good um, actor. Actress. Thank you. No, but you can tweet at us movies. That... Tweet at us movies. <laughs> movies. I think we have enough on our list. No, no, no. But you what can. is your favorite horror movie? 
Yeah. yeah. We want to know. We want to hear. I'm just kidding. We don't want to hear. We actually do want to hear. We do. we do. Please follow us. Anyways. TTB Podcast 420. We want to be more, like, interactive with our audience. There's so little of you that we could probably go over all of your favorite movies in the next episode and still have plenty of time to do other things. So, yeah. you couple people listening right now, send us in your favorite scoop. Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say spooky, but I went, I went scapooky. <laughs> Kapuki movies. <laughs> Anyways. Well, we just watched two movies two nights ago, last night. Last, last night. night. Oh my god. Time is irrelevant. Time. Um, we watched, the first one we watched was Paranormal Activity. Yes, I forgot as well. Classic. And I will say, I have a true appreciation. My hands. <laughs> Megan keeps waving her hands up I'm and down. doing very animate, animated gestures right now and I feel like a cosplayer. But, um, <laughs> um, I have appreciation for that film series, and I know, like, it's not the best, and a lot of people like to rag on it, rightfully so. It's probably not a technically. A lot of people. As in yeah. my other She's co-hosts. pointing at me <laughs> and Elham. Yeah. No, but, like, okay, it's not technically, like, a good movie, but, um, I think they're fun, and I like how the story progresses in the first three. I just think they're funny. I, I do too. don't get scared by horror movies that much. I did take a horror film class, and I can fill you in with all the theory behind all this, but the more you watch a horror or horror movies, the less scary they become. So I just like Paranormal Activity because it's funny. And I think that Paranormal Activity takes really cheap shots at horror, as in like most of the horror of the film feels like jump scares. Or like yes. like being afraid like when is something's gonna something gonna jump out of the screen, and that doesn't like that that does make me scared. So technically it does like it it will count as horror, but I think it's like Did you know it could have been so much better. <laughs> the concept is there. Okay, I agree. I hate jump shots, and they're I think they're like a cheap throw. Jump scares. Yeah. Jump. What did I say? Jump, <laughs> jump shots. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like basketball. <laughs> Okay, yes, I agree with that, but I think that, like, compared to movies like Annabelle or The Nun or The Conjuring, I think it does a lot better job building. None of which are on our list. Yeah, I, I fucking hate those movies, to be honest, but um, I think it does a much better job of building, like, a more, like, subtle suspense rather than being, like, a graphic image that's being, like, thrown at your face. Did you know, I said Hitchcock a second earlier, <laughs> um, uh, Hitchcock was, like, a big reasoning behind, like the the jump scare per se it's, it's he had a whole i don't know the quote exactly but it's like the scare is not in the the jump but it's in the suspense okay well so. another reason i hate that fucker so no. <laughs> but but there yeah. is like there are different like areas of horror that are like more on building the suspense and just getting you there is what's scary rather than the actual scare thing and then there's others that are like uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre that are about like grossing you out, and that the that grossing you out is the the horror. You well, speak. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, we watched the movie Teeth last night. Like that was the you, second movie. Yes, most of you might know it as the movie with the girl with the vagina. Vagina dentata. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the way she said. Uh, the movie with the girl with the vagina teeth. Wait, 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 sorry. Pause. But do we have any more weed in the bong? Um, don't think so. Here you go. Anyways, 
uh, it actually really surprised me because I enjoyed it way more than I was expecting to. I was expecting to laugh at it way more because everybody used to talk about that like back in high school about like, oh my god, the horror movie with the girl with vagina teeth. And I always thought, oh my god, that's probably so funny. I want to watch it one day and just like Joan on it. But what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know what word to use here that they're gonna I mean Joan on it like to to like roast it. Joan. <laughs> Joan Jet on it. <laughs> I was thinking Joan of Arc. Oh. Listen so, to Whitey. That is not the right one. Joan of Arc is Continue. I'm kidding, your guys are not white. Just one. <laughs> you guys, just one. You guys <laughs> You guys are not white. Just one. <laughs> okay. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid, and I'll stand loud and proud. I'm white. <laughs> it surprised me a lot because I actually liked the concept. Of course, there was flaws in it, but I think it it's one of those movies that sticks with you because I feel like I, it's I, I'm still processing it. Yes, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I knew the premise, like I knew that she was gonna have teeth in her vagina, but I wasn't ready for how much rape was in the movie and i kind of wish i had known about that part a little bit more beforehand so if anyone's planning to watch it here's a trigger warning yeah there's a lot of rape there's like three and it's pretty graphic scenes like yeah they don't that's why i think i think it sticks with you because i also did not know there was sexual assault in that movie and that made me feel like so on edge and kind of repulsed and honestly i don't think it needed to be as as traumatic as it was but it got its point across but also in a really like trauma porn type way like yeah i think a violent like i mean i i understand what they were trying to get at (laughs) they were clearly trying to flip the script on the because like it's a common theme in horror movies where the woman has sex and dies it's like it's the i want to say it's called revenge porn where um basically the woman has to be punished for not acting like her role in society demands her to act which is the you know once you have sex then now you're no longer the virgin and so you must die in horror movie rules so I think that movie was trying to make a point of that, of saying, like, so in this sense, like, the woman is the one that's killing all these men for mm-hmm. these kinds of things. And also because um, I think it's very, it's also a very common trope that just, like, women getting assaulted is, like, very common in horror movies. Even if it's not, like, exp- explicitly, it's, like, it's it's implied, so, so I think, like, that was the, the reversing it a little bit and showing, like, like this is what happens. It's, like, a, a threat, I think. Yeah. And I guess Josh was talking about it also, how there is the point of it. Um, it's because, like, I think the, the vagina dentata was, like, used as a, how uh, women are dangerous creatures to, that should not be messed with or something like that. And it's yeah, also, I like, a play the, on that. The origins, the origins of it were kind of, like, uh, don't sleep with women, a lot of women, because, like, their vaginas don't bite back. can bite yeah. back or some shit. Like that. I don't know. Anyways. Ugh. But, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good movie. There's a lot of analysis to be had on the it. The lesson mm-hmm. is don't be a slut. No. <laughs> you should see the look of confusion in our faces. <laughs> um, the lesson is 
don't be a, a rapist. Yes, I was like yeah. a sexual assaultist, but that's yeah. not a word. <laughs> no. I, yeah, just don't do that. There's a lot Respect to be people. said about that movie. So every seven of the people listening, go watch the movie so we can all talk about it together. Yes. Because okay. we all know each other personally. Yeah. Um, I have to fart. You can go ahead and do that. Do it. Fart on the mic. But no. it will not be edited out. Okay. So choose. No, your, I'm fine with choose doing your that. path. Choose. But no, my fear is that something else will emerge. Emerge from the depths of. Are hell. you gonna <laughs> shake your pants? I don't know. I just ate a spicy chicken burrito. I think she just admitted that she, if she <laughs> could, she would. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. If I could wear diapers, I would wear diapers. What's stopping you though? Societal standards. Yeah. Standards. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, I don't okay. know where that came from. <laughs> but currently, we've been staying at home a whole lot more. Okay. So, like... The only society judging you is your roommates. Which, like, I will judge you. Yes. Yeah. I'll be like, is Maggie's diaper full? <laughs> I would make you guys change my a- my diaper. Your ass. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you ass. Megan, you ass. <laughs> Okay, maybe when I have a surgery scheduled um, in late December, maybe then I'll wear diapers. For ass changel. Yes, changer. changer. <laughs> so maybe then I'll wear diapers. I will tell you, when someone I know got surgery, they were wearing diapers afterwards. So you might have to wear diapers. Wait, what? When someone I know got cosmetic body type surgery, but their they surgery wore diapers was afterwards. Near their butt, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> so maybe that had to do with it. Yeah. But. What? I'll let you know later. Okay, because, like, I figured... I, I don't know. I just... Anyone. I want to say, like... What, like, like any... I imagine because it must have been near the butt. It or, was. Or at least, like, the stomach. It was. Okay. Because, like... It was, like, a fat transfer from the side to the butt. Oh. Sorry for y'all. See, that, that makes sense, I guess, to have yeah. to wear a diaper. But, like, did you have to... I'm not I saying you, it. like it was you. I'm saying that the person have to have to wear a diaper because like, like they couldn't I think control it, their bowels or because like it hurt. I think it was more because there was still things oozing. Okay, <laughs> okay. There was still shit. Because like, like I know yeah. that that happens. I watch plenty of like um, botched and all that shit that they do like like there is some oh, fuck what's it called like it has to drain the, yeah. the liquid or whatever. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects. <laughs> Since we don't have a soundboard, we have Megan. <laughs> um, I guess that makes sense. Well, yeah. none of us are gonna change our diapers, so. Well, I had to. <laughs> I had to help her the baby change noises. her diaper because, like, since you got surgery, you can't do a lot of Bending, movement. Yeah. So I had to help. That sucks. Yeah. Honestly, but if you want to do it, you can just go ahead and do it. I wear diapers and I'm proud. Yeah, we won't judge you. A but little. you have to yeah. not wear pants. Like, you just have yeah. to walk around in your diaper. It has to be only diaper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a pacifier. Yes. And we're going to put that little baby thing on your head. It sounds like we're trying to make a kink we have come true. It's true. Shut up. I'm into DDLG play. Ew. What does that mean? Daddy. It's some daddy little, little girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Dominant oh. daddy little girl. Yeah, dominant daddy little girl. It's fucking disgusting and honestly... I don't know if it's controversial for me to have this thought, but, like, I feel like you're fetishizing childlike behavior yes. and that I don't yes. appreciate that. No, yes. No. It's so, pe- it feels very pedophilic. I went on, like, y'all know Princess Nokia? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went on her Instagram and she had DDLG in her bio, and I thought that was really gross. And I was yeah. like, uh, I mean, yikes. I do think all of that is. It's it's wrong in that sense. That yeah, it's, you're clearly like even if the person isn't underage, that's mm-hmm. still a problem that people are finding younger, like like I'm trying to find a word that doesn't make me feel disgusting. I'd say characteristics. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying like like the, no like younger people like more attractive yeah. i'm yeah. okay with saying attractive and it's like it's like okay maybe whatever if you want to have like a dominant submissive relationship okay but why does it have to be Underage. centered around a you know a baby like that's yeah because you're obviously saying little girl like yeah. d- like it's should gendered. i imply that somewhere yeah. else <laughs> like something else and like princess nokia in general not to call you out because i know you're listening <laughs> i'm kidding uh, but like she has always had that kind of behavior Mm because like in an interview she said before that like your man wants my little tiny body and like things like that and that really grosses me out because i'm like like adult people and women can have little bodies and that's fine but like you're attributing it to children and like i don't know there's a lot of issues it's a part of the problem it was all over tumblr that kind of porn Mm -hmm. And then, like, when you would criticize it, it would be called kink-shaming. And, like, there is, like, a line to kink-shaming. Some things can be considered kink-shaming. But I think when you're actually, like, looking at giving a critical analysis of it through, like, how this affects, you know, uh, the view on gender and, like, age and everything. Like, I think that that's not shaming. That's more of just, like, you're, like, criticizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, agree. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. But if you want to wear a diaper. You can wear a diaper. You're allowed to. <laughs> Back Thank to what you. we were talking about. Man, this conversation's gone so many paths. Wait, wait. I do want to say, acknowledge one thing. It is finally getting colder. And it is, it is, we were saying spooky season. And this colder weather has made me so happy. Woo! I'm so happy to be able to wear my boots again. And I hope it just keeps going. Yeah! I, I'm trying to do this, like, soft, almost sultry voice. <laughs> You'll actually cut and, her. And Megan's here yowling. <laughs> trying to add a little bit more... Uh, texture? Diamond. Yes, some texture. To some it. diamond? Some diamond. I was dimension. <laughs> dimension. I will say this time of year does make me feel the best. Like, oh, yeah. no. I'm at my prime. Once winter comes, though, I might be really sad, but well, fall is the best. I was, we, I was, I think I was talking to Anna about this other day where I was like, I feel like... And our other roommate. Yes, and our other roommate. Y'all um, just be talking. Okay, you sleep <laughs> until 4 p.m. We will no longer talk. <laughs> Thank you. Out there Thank you. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, I was talking about how, like, I don't think it's called this reverse like seasonal depression that's not called that but it's seasonal depression but the the reverse of what I normal think, yeah, people yeah. say about it i think it's just yeah a part of seasonal like just one type but where like i i feel like my i'm more depressed in summer than i am it throughout like fall and winter like spring and summer are like worse i think I just, it's a noticeable difference because of like the weather and like i don't know i feel like i tend to just stay more inside which is like not good for me i don't know I think I get bad during holidays. Like, mm-hmm. so Christmas time is bad for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I associate that with winter, I think. 
So yeah. maybe yeah. that's why I think like winter gets worse. But like I'm uh, yeah, everyone has different types of seasonal depression. But I don't there know. There are four seasons. So. Yes, <laughs> I feel like oh, there's only one season where I don't feel as bad, and that's fall. But the other ones, they're pretty shitty. I mean, spring is all right, but I would say eh. fall and spring are my favorite seasons. Yeah. Because so. yeah. it's at that perfect weather. <laughs> and then, like, in fall, the colors all change and everything's, like, orange and red and it's so pretty. Yeah. And then in spring, everything's, like, green and colorful because flowers are blooming and it just makes me feel so good. Yes. Winter, I like winter, but, like, not that much. I just, it's when all the right. trees all lose their leaves and I everything like looks gray and bland, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just how I, I just, perceive it, though. I just want to yeah. tell the audience that while Elham's shitting on trees without leaves, I have a tree tattoo on my arm that has no <laughs> leaves on it. So, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying there's no beauty in trees without leaves. It's just that <gasps> I would prefer trees with leaves. <laughs> just, just, I don't want them to be just naked. Just no, visually, like, they're visually... Okay, s- yeah. S- Stimulating. I was going to say simulating. <laughs> but I think that's part of the Sexy. excitement is that you love leaves so much is because they're not always there. So when they come back, you have that like excitement. Nah, I'd every... still be excited about leaves. So um, well, let's do an experiment. Just, let's okay. tape leaves onto all the trees this year. No, but I was thinking while you were talking about that, you know, it would be really cool if we like took a picture of your tattoo and then like animated like the seasons on it. Like it's like <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> who has that animating talent? No, I could. None of us could do that, but like they yeah, can. It's not hard. Who the fuck? How animated? Like who you just fuck? you can just draw like take. Four pictures of, or one picture, and just do different yeah, but drawings on it. You'd have uh, to match the style of the tattoo, and I feel like that would be You weird. could just do it on the arm. Like, a picture of the arm, and just add the... Yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, this, this is, is a conversation <laughs> for off the podcast. Don't wait for the TikTok, okay? The TikTok <laughs> is coming out. Yeah. Um, but this doesn't... Th- like, the reason why I have my tattoo is because um, it is representing my mental health. And it, and, yeah. right. so, and I mean, the meaning is just because, like, like people associate trees with being alive when they have a bunch of leaves or flowers in them. And then in the winter, we, like, I think, we, everyone knows they're dormant. But, like, I think it just looks, like, dead. And so, so like, the thing that I got my tattoo is that it's, like, like it's kind of meaning, like, you're not dead. You're just, like, dormant? going through it. It's, like, like it's, it's going to come back. Like, Aww. leaves are going to come back and everything's going to be okay. And it's... And it's just temporary. And also, I find trees without leaves, like, still really pretty. So, it's to me, it's like, even though you're going through this and right now you don't have leaves, like, th- that doesn't make it any less, like, worthwhile and any less beautiful. Do you think you'll ever get to the point where you feel like you want to add leaves to it? That was beautiful, though. I, I never that. Knew was that, beautiful. So. Yeah, Thank you. But, um, <laughs> um, I don't think so because I think the meaning really is in the... Yeah. In the... Noth- I have thought about adding things to it, like... Like adding stuff around it or like stuff near the bottom of it, but I think not it's really, really nice the way yeah. it is. Thank yeah. you. It's really well done. It does cover some scars, so that yeah. is the point of it as well. It's beautiful. Yeah, I was thinking about getting one of those tattoos. And it, honestly, everything uh, does lie in perception because like the way you perceived that would not be the way I perceived it. And like I think changing my perspective of winter could help how I process it but again it's like it's this lifelong thing that you got to work on it's like it's not gonna go away in one winter where I'm like yeah I love this (laughs) I think also like I in college I got more a lot more excited about the seasons because I was able to control 
the weather. <laughs> when I was a child, I had powers. I'm God. But, um, no, I was able to control, like, which family I had to go, like, got to go see. So I didn't have to be in, like, necessarily, like, as toxic, like, situations during. A little background detail is that you come from divorced My family. My parents are divorced. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's you have two families, like, basically. Yeah, and, like, it, it kind of breaks up by, like, grandparents and that, so, like, I really have, like, four or five options for holidays. So, um, I can just pick whoever I think is least problematic, and... Yeah. That's... I choose this family today. Yes. <laughs> One thing that I was thinking as well is that you said, like, holidays make you feel sad, and so you associate that with winter, and I was thinking about that because, like, like, I'm from Brazil, and so holidays are in the summer like christmas and stuff it's summertime and so i think maybe maybe like either that i don't associate holidays with like a certain season necessarily but also that makes me wonder like if you were to spend the holidays in um the the southern hemisphere if it would like like if it would feel any different like you know yeah that's the experiment right there i think i would lose my shit personally yeah I think, like, I don't know, Christmas just makes me so fucking sad. Just everyone together, and you know it's temporary. <laughs> it's just so depressing. Togetherness makes you... Yeah! It's like, it's like I'm looking at it through such a sad lens instead of being like, this is a great moment I can cherish for the rest of my life. I'm like... It'll be over. It's gonna be yeah. over, and then, like... You don't know what next year holds. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop because like I view holidays in such a sad way, and it makes me so sad. But think, one day I will enjoy ho- holidays. Yeah, maybe we can do like uh, probably not on the holiday, but like around the holiday, we could do our own little celebration that's maybe a little less. Yeah, cheerful. I think that w- that would help. A little less cheerful. A little a- more cheerful. Oh, we'll do a depressing <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. In which we just sit in a circle and like cry. complain and cry. Yes, yeah. crying. A crying Christmas. I think that should be a movie. That would be cathartic though, for real. No, okay, okay. <laughs> you saying cathartic and letting feelings out. Um, last year around this time, because I guess between now and Halloween was when I used to do uh, the. I used to crew for Rocky Horror, and our crew would before rehearsals we would scream. Just to let our feelings out, because we were all going through a lot, and um, I do miss that. So I am hoping. So let's do it in three. Two, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but it's just my plan. I've been saying this for the longest time, but I will go to the park one day, and I'm just gonna scream my fucking lungs out because it feels really good. I've never so, tried that. Me neither. Okay, we'll all go. I've never, like, screamed to let out anything frustration. It just feels like I don't know what it would do for me. I need to try it out to figure out what it would do for me. I think it is because when we first did it, I felt kind of shy. I was just like, this isn't going to do anything. But then after, like, after just doing it and, like, I think it was – I don't remember what happened that day. I think it was when we were having problems. problems. Yeah. And then, and like, the next day I was just like – fuck it, I need to scream this out because otherwise I'm going to scream at someone else. And it felt it felt real good. And I think anger is the best is the best feeling to let out through screaming. Yeah. You know, I think something that would do something for me is just, like, losing it and breaking shit. 
I think that would really, really I've good. always wanted to do that. I've yeah. always wanted to just start breaking shit. Like, I think I always think about it when I'm going through shit. I'm like, I just want to start ripping shit off the walls and breaking shit. Yeah. But I'm like, then I'd have to clean it up and I don't want to do that, so. Y'all are violent. Huh? Y'all are violent and I don't trust yeah. you. I just have a lot of anger inside I'm of me. I'm just kidding. A lot of pent up anger. I do, I don't know. I have like thrown shit, but like, I don't know. I think in high school I would, I would get that feeling. I would just like throw pillows around as if like. That was that was my middle ground. I'd like punch the wall because I know I'm not strong enough to break it. Yeah, and watch watch you be strong enough to break it. <laughs> One day I feel like maybe these walls. <laughs> I have punched these walls before, but I feel like one day I'm gonna find the soft spot. And I'll punch it. And, this house uh, we'll is a hundred years old. Yes, over. If she, if she punches this wall, we might all like die. Like the whole building is just gonna collapse. Yes. <laughs> yes. My brother yeah. used to have really violent like tantrums when he was upset. And, Me like, too. I wonder one. I remember one time he threw his phone at the wall and cracked it into a billion pieces. My brother has punched a hole in a wall. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brothers. Men. and we're back to the beginning of the podcast where we said everybody needs, needs therapy. therapy. Yes, yep. full bum, circle. Bum, bum. <laughs> yes. Um, but but really, um, damn, this weed made me like sleepy. I know. I'm feeling. A we still tired. have to watch our movie for today. Oh yeah. I forget what it was that we got. Silence of the Lambs. Yes. But I don't feel like watching because watch I've some... heard that movie so scary. It's not. It's not scary. It's We're going to watch some lambs and they're going to be silent. Yeah. <laughs> it's not scary. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> um, I'll just do a line of Coke before we watch it. Um, I'm joking. Boom, boom, boom. I don't when condone. she says Coke, she means Coca-Cola. Yeah. Taste the feeling. Actually, I don't condone Coca-Cola either, even though I drink it. Because. Yeah. Bad company because be they have it. not given us a sponsorship. Yeah. But if y'all want to sponsor us, I mean, we'll nah. take it. We do be drinking it like every y'all are day. traitors. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't, yeah, they're okay, really okay. fucked up. But what you're saying about Coca Cola just reminded me of a video that I think Elham sent to us that was about like going to Chick fil A and how like they're. <laughs> it was a funny video. So y'all, you just gonna expose me? Okay, well, no, 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 okay, but it was like it was basically how how like Chick Fil A is homophobic, but like it's still so good. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, purchasing their products is different than accepting a sponsorship from them, where you're promoting their product to others. Yeah. yeah. I think. And I don't know. We I'm like, we're not getting COVID yeah. sponsorship yeah. <laughs> or a Chick Fil A sponsorship. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I think I'm like so and so when it comes to uh, Chick Fil A because I'm like, I guess like if I have the option to not eat it, I should be taking it. But also like, man, there's waffle flies. I know. Chicken. I just want there to be a competitor that is like better in values, but like the same ingredients. Whoa. Papa John's. But <laughs> also, we can't be. I f- the problem isn't in the individual. Exactly. Person. Yeah. There is no yeah. ethical, ethical consumption, consumption under capitalism. capitalism. And capitalism under over capitalism. A person that will not appear in a good light in this podcast once said, um, they said, like, uh, Chick-fil-A's food isn't seasoned correctly. Like, it's like, oh, ha, it's, like, not good. <laughs> What's the fucking Oh, ha, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha. <laughs> but it's, like, under-seasoned was their premise. But, like, I disagree. I, I think, think it's perfectly seasoned. Yes. I think it's, like... It's got a unique taste, and it's not, like, 
over fried yeah it's not too much mm-hmm. and it's nice and tender i did hear someone say they don't like the the pickle juice that mm. that is in the chicken sandwich and i was like yeah. shut your whore mouth well exactly. i fucking hate pickles but i guarantee you they stole that that recipe from a person of color most likely a oh black yeah person. oh probably no yeah probably yeah. but you know i think it's it's difficult to say like like you if you can not eat chick-fil-a why not like if you're fine not eating it then it's it's whatever but like maybe once don't in support a while. them no get don't me. support them but like yeah i think you can't you can't blame yourself for wanting to eat like it's cheap and it's good and and sometimes it's honestly, really easily accessible sometimes the other options are just as bad and we just like don't know about it or like we do know yeah. about it so it's just you know we're all going to hell so yep yeah anyways well, i think we should wrap this up yes thank you for listening Woo! Uh, make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram and tiktok it's ttb podcast 420 and this has been another episode of through, through the bomb, bomb.